Hello everybody, you're listening to the Sunday Sermon for Sunday, the 23rd of June, 2018. 19! Fuck me! This time's flying by. I remember when I was a young lad and we'd think, will we ever get to the year 1900? And our teacher would tell us in the hedge school... No way, not with the infant mortality rate of your generation. No chance at all. Sure, you've you've more, uh, you've a better chance of jumping up to the moon. And I'm not saying that we jumped up to the moon, but one of that class made it to 1900, and then to 2000. So, and this was there was a lot of in the turn of the century between 1899 and 1900. Uh, there was a lot of gears that hadn't been prepared for the turnover from the clocks from 1899 to 1900. And um, they thought there was going to be a terrible fallout that uh, we're going to go back pre-industrial revolution, back to back when we were all selling each other a big pile of mud in a bowl to get another pile of mud in a slightly nicer bowl. And you'd have to return the ball. You're only allowed to keep the mud. And uh, But look at us now. Here we are. It's year, not 2018, 2019. And uh, the world is at peace. And everybody is happy and one with their neighbour. Uh, few exceptions. Jump into that a little while. But for now, let's just take a second. Take a deep breath. And think of all the things we're grateful for. Films of Paul Schrader, directed by only, not written and directed by, just directed by. The look of a child when you let them ahead of you in the queue, and then the other look when you go, (laughs) I'm only joking, back to the end of the line, kiddo. Yes, those two things are a lot to be grateful for, so we need to remember them in our day-to-day, because life can get very tough, I a friend of mine was having a screaming argument with their partner and some bloody nosy communist Bolsheviks next door recorded the whole bloody thing and uh, went to the police and I think that they sort of pumped in drama gas into the flat next door so that there'd be more drama so that everyone would be yelling at each other and they could sell this to the fat cats at that red top the garrison and try and fell my good pal's chances of earning his birthright of running a country because he went to a certain school. You can't run a country without first having gone to a school. So uh, I hope that will resolve itself, that situation. And... Um, a lot of people this week have been talking about the Love Island show and that uh, the Irish girl on it was being a bit too forward on it um, by telling uh, Moronic Hunk uh, that she wanted to kiss him and he said oh well I like you but I don't know I might be with this one and she said I'm not playing games with you here fuck off let me know is it Smooch Town or nay and um, uh, her directness was a breath of fresh air no one there wanted because they're a bunch of 
not all of them are sociopaths. There's, of course, the Irish people aren't, um, the English people are, uh, but the, there are a lot of sociopaths there, and um, God bloody bless them all. Um, I've been enjoying it so much, I'm not even going to sue for a copyright infringement on my identical idea from the early aughts, back when um, streaming was just taking off. I made this little project with a very talented man. It's called Tim Reed's Sex Canoe. Uh, in Tim Reed's Sex Canoe, the comedian and actor Tim Reed, uh, known from Sister Sister, where he played Ray, also the legendary 50% of the first ever interracial comedy duo Tim and Tom, uh, Mr. Tim Reed brings couples out on his sex canoe. Now, they mightn't be a couple before they leave, but they have to have sex on the canoe. Tim's on the canoe, he's got a... It was one of those digi-cams, the vid view cams, and uh, he was saying, come on, let's let's do it, come on, you're on the canoe, let's canoodle. And um, he would coerce people, strangers who just wanted to meet Tim Reed, he would coerce them into having sex, and, and it would be... It was filmed. And... Uh, Love Island's exactly the same. It's exactly the same, except it doesn't have Tim Reed. So, was my show Tim Reed's Sex Canoe better? Of course it was. Tim Reed's got serious chops. Uh, he used to write for Richard Pryor back in the day. And um, uh, he was very good at yelling at these kids. A kid, over 18. They were over, they were 18. He was good at yelling at these 18-year-olds <laughs> to have sex in the canoe. Uh, well, And um, he'd sometimes shake the canoe and um, sometimes someone would fall out and he'd say, Oh, you got to get back up. You're missing out on serious fucking time. Fucking in the sex canoe. And um, that was uh, very jovial and uh, pleasant. And it's nice being reminded of um, all the good times Tim and I had together. <laughs> doing post-production on that project. Um, other thing in the story, it's very disappointing this week, very disappointing. Some bloody woman, wouldn't you know it, uh, she went in to protest something at a Tory party um, hedonist uh, black tie and soup event, and um, God knows what, she, I think she could have been a walking bomb, and um, luckily uh, one of the, the members of uh, the cabinet he knew that human beings are most vulnerable around the neck. So that's where he grabbed this woman, thinking, if she's a bomb, I'm going to. The only way I can detonate this bomb and get everyone out of here safely is by grabbing her by the neck. And that's a real hero instinct, you know. You see a woman in a ball gown, to go up and grab her by the throat. <laughs> um. That takes a lot of uh, a lot of courage. It reminds me a lot of that scene in Captain America, the first Avenger, where a grenade goes off or there's a grenade thrown down and bloody Captain America, he's only a little squirt of a lad at the time, doesn't he jump on top of the bomb, the little grenade, to try and save everybody else? And that makes everyone think, wow, this guy's really brave. Uh, except for some people in the audience were thinking, this guy's really suicidal. <laughs> This guy's got a total death wish. Why is he jumping on fucking grenades? It's like, oh, I'll try and save everyone by jumping on top of it. It's still going to explode. 
All you're doing is getting guts, bits of Steve guts all over everybody else. It's going to be bad enough the shock from the grenade going off. It's like, oh, we had to watch that little lad die as well. The guy who looks like if Ryan Gosling, someone let the air out from a bit. While we're on the topic of Ryan Gosling, ah, no, he's grand, I guess he's fine. It just annoyed me a few years ago. I was very annoyed by him, but he is he's good at what he does. Uh, La La Land's boring, and he makes lots of boring films, but um, the odd time he'll make something good, and um, uh, that's all That's all you want. Um, just before we tear into everything uh, this week, we've got a load of things to talk about. Um, I just wanted to just mention very briefly that uh, the young lad in Charlottesville a few years ago who... Uh, ran into a big crowd full of people with his car and killed someone uh he now wants to not be in jail anymore because he doesn't like it uh so um i think cooler heads are going to have to prevail if someone's not enjoying prison i mean what did he do all he did was drive a sports car into a crowd of people and uh, killed somebody i mean who amongst us hasn't done that on our Matthew Broderick inspired days off, driving around Donegal, taking turns very, very quickly. And um, so is Matthew Broderick in jail? Far from it. He's in Hollywood, baby. He's in Broadway. So we have to let this Charlottesville guy, who has shown no remorse, we have to let him out of the clink and up on the great white way and um, into the movies to make people happy because it turns out that um, driving into a big pile of people and injuring loads of them and murdering one of them and I believe the phrase for that is murder one um, that uh, carries a custodial sentence I think if more people knew that if you murdered someone you went to jail for all time they would be less likely to do it Americans need to be educated about law and order. There needs to be some sort of television program to tell people about this. And uh, now with that, we're going to jump straight into this week's Sunday Sermon. So make sure you're relaxed, you're happy, you're well fed. Don't eat while you're listening to this. Um, You're not going to enjoy it. Uh, uh, And also don't swim you're going to get your phone wet take those bloody earphones out just sit somewhere dry and listen to it don't bring this into the sauna with you someone's going to try and make conversation and before you know it they're going to show you a podcast they like and unless it's this one I don't really care so uh, make sure you're comfortable you're happy you're relaxed if you have kids in the house send them outside if you have all people in the house Send them up to the attic and uh, sit down and get ready to get excited to enjoy this week's Sunday Sermon Podcast. The filmmaker Danny Boyle and the writer Richard Curtis have a film coming out called Yesterday that hypothesizes what it would be like if no one had ever heard the Beatles except for one young chancer. Now this is a, a remarkable story because... It's something that happened to me not too long ago. See, I wrote this story called uh, Macy Matter of Life and Grey. And uh, it was about a world where Macy Grey 
um, had not been popular. And an old priest hits the club circuit with the best bloody song you've ever heard of. And he becomes a huge sensation. And then at the end, he's confronted by Macy Gray. And um, she's raging with them. And then they do a duet and they fall in love. And then uh, they have a very messy divorce. And uh, Clever Quig, the hero priest of the story, he got her to sign a prenup. And so she didn't get any of the money. And she was always saying, you know, Quig, that song of yours, it's so good. I wish I'd written it. You know, sometimes I feel like I did write it. And Quig will go, oh, well, maybe you did. And he'll be pulling on his collar and winking at the time-traveling genie. And uh, that's what the that's what it's about. And it wasn't just about how M- Macy Gray was not popular. It was also a world where William H. Macy wasn't popular also. So um, this old clever priest started having his career by being in a Fargo. And um, that's a great fun to add out of that. Now I'm living this thing on my own. And uh, uh, it seems that Richard Curtis, the man who wrote Blackadder and Four Weddings and all them, that uh, he's saying he came up with this on his own. And it's clearly a Macy matter of life and Gracie. Uh, I'm sorry. Amazing matter. Sorry, I'll just tell you what the title is, okay? So my screenplay was called Mace Off, Amazing Matter of Life and Grey. Okay, got that? And their film was called Yesterday. So they've got me beat. They've got a better title straight off. Um, second off, people really liked the Beatles. I had really underestimated how much people liked Macy Grey. Um, I'd also underestimated uh, that... Uh, It'd be very difficult to. Uh, she she would have to be somewhat on board with this whole premise, and um, she wasn't. She was not into it at all. Cause I I wrote the script back in the nineties, late nineties, early aughts. Uh, Paul Schrader was going to direct, and it was going to be kind of like a rom com version of the Dogma film Festen, but without any of that bloody incest. And with more singing, come on, guys, let's all get a bloody song in. Let's have some fun. And uh, all I know is that between Tim Reed's Sex Canoe and Amazing Matter of Life in Grey, uh, I'm going to be very, very busy litigating. Um, I, I, and I don't know if I should tell Macy Grey that our story has been stolen. She was very against it being made in the first place. Um, but I think if there was a bit of cash... Maybe the two of us could team up and, you know, hold um, Richard Curtis by his shoes and sort of empty his empty his pockets that way by shaking him around. Um, also, Tim Reed, he's already expressed no interest in suing the makers of Love Island. And he said, in fact, Love Island seems very dangerous and that a lot of people who appear on the show kill themselves. But, you know... I like to say it's just a bit of fun. Uh, so we've got this Macy Gray mess. And also, in my script, A Macy Matter of Life and Gray, um, there is a, a scene where Father Quig, his name was Father Quig, the main character, where it was him 
cameoing in Spider-Man in the Macy's Day Parade. I just thought of that now. Maybe that's why they got Macy Gray in the first place. By God, I'm going to fucking crack this whole thing wide open. So the creators of the Spider-Man movie said we've got a Macy's Day float and we need a pop star to be singing in it. We need a pop star who can act like they're singing and also act like they've just seen the Green Goblin and they're scared and then also act like they've just seen Spider-Man. They're like, who the hell is this? So, um, and in a Macy matter of life and grey, Old Father Quake was playing the pop star, but uh, the Green Goblin, uh, he gave him a bad look. And then Old Father Quake was like, let's see about this, huh? You think you're tough? Come down here to me, boy. Get off that uh, magic yellow carpet you got and uh, fight me like a priest. And he beats up the Green Goblin. And then Spider-Man comes down and says, Father Quig, you've saved the day. And then to reward him, he bites him. And then he gives Father Quig all the powers of Spider-Man. And when Spider-Man sees how good Father Quig is at being Spider-Man, he says, that's it. I don't want to be Spider-Man anymore. He's my better. And then Spider-Man 2, enter Father Quig as Spider-Man. This is all in the same screenplay. It's really good, this screenplay. So... If you're on the Patreon, we've got the Patreon coming soon. There's going to be extracts from the screenplay coming out. And uh, that's going to be very, very exciting. But for the love of God, don't tell Macy Gray. And also, don't tell Richard Curtis about this. He'll probably make a bloody podcast about this podcast. and then, uh, But he'll change it slightly. So it's about a bloody vicar of Dibley. And instead of being uh, cool, there'll be a bloody dork. And um, that's the sort of reimagination that um, you see very prevalent in Dublin creative companies where they'll, um, uh, just a hypothetically true story, you'd go in and you'd be pitching things and um, there's the the creatives and then there's the salespeople. And the salespeople usually look like Shrek and um, will say stuff like, What if we do carpool karaoke with PJ Gallagher? And that's their contribution to things. And uh, God bless them, because it can't be easy to sit there and listen to people with genuinely good ideas. And you're burning a bloody hole in your pocket because you got something hot, baby. You've got carpool karaoke or some genius idea like that. And um, uh, I recall a uh, hearing about one incident where uh, there were some people pitching away, and it was a, to a car about a car company, and uh, one of the people pitching, their nephew was a fully qualified sports driver, and uh, the lady who pitched this said, "Imagine somebody wins a prize, you get to go to this, you get to drive around, and there's a stunt driver driving with you, and uh, but then you get there, and they're thirteen. And isn't that wild? And everyone in the room is like, that's a brilliant idea. That's a brilliant idea. That's it. That's the winner. And then the Shrek salesman says, Yeah, it's good. We carpool karaoke Catherine So it takes all sorts. And um, uh, that uh, carpool karaoke with Catherine Lynch will be coming to you very soon. It's already won three awards. Uh, it's going to be something else. Uh, I understand uh, they're going to be singing the theme from Skyfall. 
Uh, yes, uh, my name's Father Quig, and this is a song I wrote all on my own. Um, to the backup band, I'm going to play a song you've never heard before. So I want you to try and keep up by not trying to play along at all, because you'll only mess it up, okay? Now let's go. Two, three, four. Games, changes, and fears. Where will Quig go from here? When will he stop? Huh. I believe that fate has brought us here And we should be together, babe But we're not Oh no, I play it off but quit dreaming of you I'll keep my cool but I'm fiending I try to say goodbye and I choke Tries to walk away, but he stumbles. Donkey tries to hide it. It's clear. Quick's world crumbles when you are not near. Goodbye, and I choke. Try to walk away, and Quick stumbles. Though I try to hide it, it's clear. My world crumbles when you are not near. Oh, I may appear to be free. <laughs> I am, but I'm just a prisoner. Oh, it's not. Of your love. Guitar rings out. Stop playing. I may seem alright. Resume. And smile when you leave. But my smiles are just a front. Just a front. I play as off but quick streaming of you. I'll keep my cool but quick fiend. I try to say goodbye and I choke Try to walk away but quick stumbles Thought we tries to hide it Quick's clear, quick's world crumbles When you are not near quick Goodbye and quick chokes Try to quick away and I quick Though I try to quick it It's quick, 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 quick Old Ned. Yeah. Yeah, Old Ned. Uh, how are you yeah, doing? Can you Did hear you? Me? I heard you were. You had a little. I'm sore. You had a little holiday. It wasn't a holiday. They were pinching me and tying me to chairs and and. But, but, but pre- it was away to put from a home. Though. On my head, so I had to bash my head. What? It was away from home, though, wasn't it? Hmm? Yeah, but not nice little by trip. choice. Get not away by from choice. Wiggy. They put me in the boot of a car. Oh, that made sounds... me talk, and then when I talked, they they get out because I wasn't talking to saying the right things. Well, what did they want you to say? They were talking about this leak with this swing. Yeah, yeah, and they said I, I knew everything about it. Yes, yeah, you didn't say anything. You didn't mention quiz. I, or... I didn't know anything about it, but they were acting like I did. Good man, old Ned. Say nothing and keep saying it. That's uh, that's Quig's motto when it comes to. Talking to the police. Actually, the police are too afraid to talk to me. But um, if I weren't a priest, I would say nothing. Instead... Oh, that's that's your song like Beyonce. If I weren't a priest... You're all singing that. Yeah, if I weren't a priest, I'd stand up to the guards. But as it yeah. is, I hold all the cards. Because yeah. I'm a priest. Why did they come after me, though? You must have done something, Old Ned, about that leak. I, I mean, not. 
that Bailey lady falling off that swing, hmm? and then that no, being a big sure, story and everyone being embarrassed. Sure you know, sure you know, I didn't even know what a swing was until a few weeks ago. I've ne- still never been on one. And you're never going to be on one with that attitude. Well, they scare me, so that's fine. Hmm. As long as I never have to go on a swing, I'll be happy. I suppose it's like a noose with this two nooses with a stick stuck in it. It's like a noose for your arse. No, it's so not. You, it's not it at all. So You've so got you, that's no. Because you sit in it. Yeah. You don't hang your arse though. Your arse doesn't have a neck. <laughs> some well, that's that's. That, I, I I'd never say that because I don't know if some arses might have necks. Oh God Who knows, knows what's going on with that bloody horror show of a body you've got. <laughs> you make the the elephant man look like Linford Christie. Linford Christie is not the ideal man anymore. He's, what are you talking he's about? Aging. He's not the. You, you, you don't know what you're talking about. He's an Adonis. He's in good shape. He's not. He's the other fella, um, Jamaican runner. He's now much better. Hussein Bolt. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's retired. That lad Just, I read likes chicken nuggets. That's what he, he does. Would, like chicken. Yeah. Would, Everyone else was eating like steamed broccoli, and he said, "I'm going to get some chicken nuggets." And yeah, and, and then he won. <laughs> then he runs a hundred meters in seven seconds. Yeah. This is why you need to let me have chicken nuggets instead of steamed broccoli. No, I could no. work. I could work faster. No, you can have it for a treat. That's. Yeah, I wanted. Yeah, but I, but I never get any treats either. So I wanted. So yes, I'd like it as a treat. That is not true. Fourteen Tomorrow. years ago. As a treat for your birthday, I brought you into the into town, and you got some nuggets, and we watched Deep Impact. Yeah, well, yeah, it was four nuggets, though. Well, tax. Quig's got to have the chicken nugget tax. Yeah, and I didn't choose Deep Impact. That was your choice. I wanted to see what it would be like in space when the asteroids come. I thought it was going to be about a bunch of rich priests and their female friends uh, uh, watching Earth be destroyed from a big spaceship and I was uh, yeah. allowed uh, I to didn't, I didn't even get to really enjoy it because you kept on talking about how the world would never end no I said world without you were end scuffing. I, I was praying oh, world without yeah. end oh. yeah, yeah that's, that's what my well, that's what I was referencing for a proper treat there's a ghost train in town and ghost train old Old Ned, you know you'll be too scared if you want to go on a ghost train. No, I think I can do it. You've got no affinity for scares. Remember when we were watching well, The did, Haunting on Hill House? The of, they just put me in the boot of a car and drove me to Ankle. Oh, so you're a big tough guy now. Now you know everything. Yeah, just yeah, because so Quig gave yeah. your name. Oh. Hmm? What? So it was you. No. What did you, you think I said? You gave them my name. Because <laughs> you gave them my name. You, you blame me. I didn't give you your name. Your parents no, gave you, you gave... your name. No, they didn't. Yes. It, it was my grandparents did. So you're wrong there. And oh, I can't get anything right. Well, how about this? Okay, we'll we'll see if this ghost train. You're not going into it, but we'll go outside and we'll talk to the man. We'll see how scary oh. it is. Hang on there. I think there's somebody knocking. Just give me one second. Keep on the line, old Ned. I don't trust you as far as I could throw you. Who's there, old Ned? It's not, it's not more people looking to bring you to Ackle to torture you, is it? Oh, no. 
The line's gone cold. Oh, why did I give the police old Ned's name? I was the one blabbering all about the Bailey lady falling off the swing. I wouldn't have told anyone. I would have kept it quiet, honest. Only I thought it was very, very funny. That's the only reason I told anyone. Because it was fun gossip. But now old Ned, one of my best friends, Asterix, in the world, Asterix, not really. He's going to be brought to Ackle again and tortured again? Oh no, I'll never hear his sweet voice ever again. Poor old Ned. What am I going to tell Mrs. Old Ned? Hey, huh? don't uh, oh, no. leave, leave her alone. Is this a ghost? Okay, old Ned, I'll leave with no. be. Yeah, this is a ghost. Oh, no. This I... is old Ned's ghost. Oh, dear. Um, and... uh, uh, you, uh, uh, I hope that you're having fun being dead. And you're not I've going to haunt me. I've already had an interesting chat with God. Oh, no. I hope he said I was very nice. He said, who? Who? Who are you talking about? What do you mean? He, know, he has no idea who you are. Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, this is bullshit. You're clearly not dead. I talk I to God dead. all the time. No, you're not. God wouldn't say that. Boy, did you bluff the wrong blufferoon buster. You fucked with the wrong Mohican. Trying to pull the old Cincinnati who's a what's it. Why did you and think I was dead? Because the, you're, you're the line went Michael. dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a... Uh, I thought it was more of those, more of the government people coming to torture you to find oh, out about the leak. Yeah. Do you know what they did to me? What? They put masking tape on my knuckles and then pulled it off again. And because I have hair on my knuckles, You've, they're such hairy knuckles, old Ned. They're not that hairy anymore now because the masking tape, like some of it, was taken off. I wish it'll grow back. No one's ever had a worse time. That's no one's ever been tortured like that. Hmm. You're some big moany man. Are you sure you didn't just go and have a waxing on Ackle Island? No, I don't. I know. They said, oh, we're going to let you walk home. Imagine that. But that's ages away. Yeah. Mm. Really bad torture. That's t- So you were brought to they, Ackle. They, 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 they took your hair home. knuckles. They, the what? They did, they did drive me home, but they threatened. They said, oh, wait, you have to walk home, you're dead. When you wait until you'll have to walk home, you're yeah, dead. then you're dead. Then you're dead. What, yeah. what do you mean by, like, if they had left you to walk home, you would have died? Why that's were they giving they, you a lift? That's, they, they didn't never really explain. They just, a lot of times, they'd say there was, something was going to happen, and they'd say, you're dead. Oh, you oh. are dead, they said a lot. That does sound like the Garda Shiakani I'm familiar with. They said they were going to pour wax on me from a candle. Poor and wax. Like, and, and not in a nice way. Like I tell um, you, I would feel sorry for that poor wax having to be dripped onto you. And you oh, well, if anything, I was too, I, that's, I could, that's, I'm annoyed they didn't do that because I'm working in the church. I've had, I've had wax poured on by you, by all these different people, by candles. So I, so I would have, so they wouldn't have, they should have done, oh, they should have put wax on me. I'd, I'd, they'd have seen how tough I was then. I tell you what, next time you're being brought down to be tortured somewhere, why don't you ask them for a torture menu? And then you can select all the things that you'd like to have happen to you uh, by the torturer. So, so you've had them, you've had, had them try to do me in, 
After you did in, yeah. After I did in who? Go on, finish. Che- che- Chewy. Oh, you che- killed Chewy. He's Chewy to you, is it? Well, aren't you very, very informal? How many times did you meet him? Calling him Chewy. You barely met him eight times. Yeah. And you called oh, him yeah. Chewy. Eight. Just because you eight played times. frisbee together. A few... He liked me. Ah, uh, he liked everybody. No, he did not. Name one person he didn't like. You. Apart from me. He did like me. I put him down. Or I brought... Sorry, I was there when he died. Yeah. I didn't put him down. I was just... He died by your hand. He did not. He was holding my hand when he died. by your hands. No, no. It was very nice. He was at the old Wookiee hospice. And I was there with him. I didn't you do anything. Him like a snake. I did not. Struggled the life out of him. Hold your tongue, sir. You forget yourself. I don't need to hold it. Now listen, old Ned, and you listen good. If you breathe a word of Chewbacca's mysterious death to anybody and the bizarre circumstances Maybe. around it, you'll be back in a boot to Ackle faster Maybe. than I can well, say. Wiggy is the <laughs> faster than I can say. Wiggy's going to be excommunicated from the church. Oh, well, she'd be like, she'd be happy with that. And maybe I will go back to Ackle and I'll say, oh, Quig, that guy who gave you her name, he killed Chewie. There's something going on there. Maybe you, he did the leak. You wouldn't maybe he, dare. If you do that, you can forget about Movie Monday. There'll be no well, more uh, hanging out. You can forget about the well, ca- karaoke. I don't, keep, I don't want to keep watching Deep Impact every Monday. So, How are we going to learn from our mistakes if we don't really study up on Deep Impact? You don't even know well, the I, casts and the characters' I, names. I, I, Who does Robert I Duvall play? I don't know. An astronaut. Who goes blind? Well, Who does Elijah Wood play? That from watching the movie every Monday. <laughs> I'm... I don't want to watch Deep Impact anymore. I'm happy to go do it. So I'm, I'm going to tell on you. I'm telling them. If you tell on me... Uh, I want to go see the ghost trainer. I'm telling them. Oh, God damn it. Look, I don't want you to tell on me, but also I don't want to have to bring into the ghost train. You're going to be so yeah, scared. You're, affa- you're afraid that some of those ghosts will be people that you did funerals for. And they'll be after you. No, because I've got a Ghostbuster gun and a trap, and that's what I do to catch the people who come back to haunt me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I, well, I, I sold well. the rights to... When I was... Um, uh, years and years ago, this bloody headbanger from Canada, uh, he was doing work experience at the church, and he had a look at my ghost-busting equipment. He was a young lad, went by the name of Ackroyd. His first name was... Dan, he really liked the blues, brother. And uh, if it was Saturday night, this cat was wild. Um, and if you needed Miss Daisy driven, he would know who to do it because he was where? Miss Daisy's son. Shut up! I'm talking. Where did he? Where did he live when he was there? He lived in the bell. No, in the bell. Yeah, you know we've got that old bell. We just have it turned upside down for catching rainwater in now. Oh. We gave him a little sleeping bag. He loves looking up, trying to find the UFOs. So, so I forget what happened to that young lad. You, 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 yeah, yeah. you sold the rights to Ghostbusters. There you go, ah? You sold the rights to Ghostbusters. Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, I, I showed a young Canadian 
comedy lad, my ghost Your busting pack. equipment, yeah, my proton pack, my PKE meter to catch them I up. I don't think your equipment works. I'm going to shut down the storage. If you shut down that storage, there is going to be a huge ecological disaster, okay? I'm talking... No, human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. I need need to plug in my Hoover. I'm sick of having to sweep that basement. Okay, well, what if we get a double adapter? You can be very quick so you don't unplug the ghost storage unit. I, as long as you pay for the double adapter. Oh, for God's sake. So I've got to pay for a double adapter and bring you up to the ghost train this week. Alone. Or I'm spilling it all. Oh, share all. God alive. I suppose Wiggy will want to be coming too. Get the hair scared off her. No. <laughs> no. She'll, go, she'll wait outside to, to bring me home after. God, this is a great setup you have there. Eh? Kissy, 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 looking yeah, after each other. You, you're on your, lo- you're on a, you're all, all alone. Oh yeah, tell that to Liz Hurley, my bodacious babe girlfriend. Yeah, I'll tell her you're all alone, and she'll be like, I know. Because yeah, yeah. Look, we're having a bit of trouble. I am. Because I was, she wanted to have. I did it all for her. She was the one who, she said that she wanted a fur, and I thought, oh, I'll skin Chewbacca. And she didn't want that at all, and now she's mad at me. Well, who did, did you try to do the pelt yourself? Of course I did, yeah. yeah. You need a proper person to do that. No, I did it with, um, I just got an old bottle of Sidon and I broke it and I did that, use that. Oh, I'm going to tell everyone what you did to Chewbacca. Don't you dare, don't you dare, he's fine. He's grand, oh, actually. I think he'll be... Two goes on the ghost train. He'll Two be, things. He'll be back from the dead soon, probably, no, and them moon lads. He's not from the moon. Where is he from, so? He's not from Enniscorthy. A planet that has a moon. You know, who nobody lives on the moons, a planet. Oh, yeah, if no one lives on the moon, then where does the man on the moon live, huh? He doesn't it, live it, in Enniscorthy, as I've just mentioned. He's not well, in Detroit City Rock. No, but he, he, he lives elsewhere, not on the moon. For God's sake, listen to yourself. If someone is from somewhere, that's where they live. He's not called a man from the moon. He's called a man on, on the, the moon. moon. Yeah. But he doesn't live there. You can visit a moon. Have you visited him? No. I don't know him. A, a lucky him, I huh? Think he could be. He's more likely he's living in a scarty. I don't know what you're saying. Anyway. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder. Anyway, could I call in so, sick because I was tortured? I need to take a few days off. No. We'll get this ghost train thing going for you, though. But you're only allowed to have one ride on it, and you're not allowed to two. enjoy it. Two. All right. You're allowed to have two rides on it, but I'm going to shut it down before the second one starts. No. Okay. You uh, can... All right. You can have... uh, one, one go with you, and then the other on my own. But that'd be too scared, old Ned. I don't want to go on a spooky train. One ride then, myself and uh, my wife. Oh, Wiggy. God, I can't... Why don't you just go on a regular train with Wiggy? (laughs) That will achieve the same amount of scariness. I'm used to that. You want to... Yeah. you 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 want to be scared by her in a vehicle somewhere new. 
I, it's time for a new scare. Hmm. And you know what I'm like every time I get a new scare? What's that like? I, I disappear for a few weeks, think about my life. This is, you can't be taking, you want time off because you were tortured. Yes. That's not covered by anything. And you want me well, to... ghost, the ghost train clause, there must be one in my contract. For if I go on a ghost train and I get scared and I need to run off. Hmm. Where do you run to, though? Where do you hide? Don't you want to be around people if you're scared? But also, no, I go to the I go to the woods or something like that. That's where all the ghosts live. Old Ned, you're not thinking this through at no, all. No, you, you don't know where people live at all. They don't live on the moon. They don't live in forests. Only animals or oh. animals that are half people. Oh, excuse me. Where did Hansel and Gretel's granny live? She didn't live in fucking uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. She lived in the no. woods. She lived in Germany, I think. Ger- they have woods, woods there. Germany is in the woods, is it? But just, I tell you, it's the weeds where you'll be found, old Ned. When they do, right. they could even be arsed looking for you when you go balubas and walk away from this ghost train and go missing for forty days and forty nights and think you're Jesus or something. No, better than that. Better than Jesus? Who's better yeah. than Jesus? Well, let me guess. Me. The internet's boyfriend, Keanu Reeves. Fifteen oh, years he... ago, you were slagging him off. Something. I was not. Yes, you were. You I s- was not. You were. You said the replacements was shite. You said that his band, Dog Sandwich, or whatever they're called. <laughs> I, can, I can slag off those things without slagging him off. They're, you can separate him from those things. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I think he's I think he's hiding something. I think something bad's gonna come out. And I think when it does, you're going to support him. Because you're in too deep. I will support him. You and your bloody Keanu Reeves neck no tattoo what. thinking you're so cool. That's what I'm gonna do when you go off on your holidays. The Sunday you're not there, I'm gonna do like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I'm gonna have priests from all over that have all special skills and a big presentation. Like Bill and Ted, but instead of historical figures, I'll have talented priests. And they'll put on the best mass that's ever been there. And it'll all because you're not around. You wouldn't, Dale. Oh, I will. Oh, where, yes. Where do you think oh. you're going to get the stones to pull that one off, old Ned, you stupid old fool? I know oh, all the... the priests. I'll tell them. Oh, yeah? I'll tell them, don't go near old Ned. He's crazy. He's getting a Keanu Reeves neck tattoo. He thinks 30 Seconds to Mars. Is that his band? No, it's Dogstar. He thinks they're better than Fleetwood Mac. He's cool. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> All right, old Ned. <laughs> we'll see yeah. when my show comes together. Mm. You'll see then. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, I'm go- right. Yeah, I'm going to get some non-priests to help me out with my... With my mass. Who? Like Chewbacca? No, Chewbacca's oh, dead. Can't. I killed him. He was murdered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. What, are you trying to make me feel bad about it? Yes. Big space dogs get murdered every day. It's just a part of life. One thing that doesn't what? happen, though, is that's a, an old, um, old caretakers of churches being brought to Ackle Island and tortured for 48 hours. Yeah. 
who are then delirious with cheekiness and talk to Quig like this in this manner. Cheeky when you bring me on that ghost train. Oh, god damn it. Okay, what time does the ghost train open at now? It's five past three. I think it opens at six. Alright, well, we better go down there and start queuing because I don't want to oh. spend any more time in front of this ghost train brouhaha than I already have. I'll meet you down there. Bring some money for tokens. Money? The, yeah, the, yeah. No, you we'll, have to pay. We'll sneak they on. Took, when they were torturing me, they took my money. We'll sneak on. We'll sneak on. So no one would be pretty inconspicuous, the two of us. I'll ask, I'll ask Wiggy to cause a distraction. No distraction either, just tell her to show up as she is. <laughs> Come as you are, as, as, as Kurt Cobain would say. <laughs> that, that was a good song about distractions, in fairness. Come as you are, signs wig, show us all. Your scalp. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, I'm I'm going to tell her you're making up songs about her again. Making up great songs, though. I'll let her decide. Well, it's a bit like Eminem's bully suing him. And Eminem's mom and Eminem's wife. It's like, um, if people are actually listening to it and think it's real, they're idiots. I think that's what the courts all ruled. So... Any judge worth his salt, he'd spend nine seconds looking at Wiggy, trying to figure out where the mouth is supposed to be. <laughs> it's going to rule in my favour. She's not like Uncle Fester. Or not Uncle Fester, Cousin Aiden. Oh, you can God. tell where her mouth is. God, if she looked like Cousin Fester, she'd be on the cover of Playboy. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't it? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it does. Her and a, yeah, I'm saying that he is more attractive than her. <laughs> he would never be on the cover of Playboy. Playgirl, then. Play, oh, well, even... Uh, that exists. Oh, it's um, got to. It it's got to. I'm sure they'd have come knocking for their church caretaker issue. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like you know a lot more about Uncle Fester's Playgirl photo shoot than you're letting on. That's only because they used it for torturing me, if I know. Okay. Oh, Joe, part of me feels bad that I named you when you got tortured, but uh, wasn't it Jesus who ratted out a lot of his friends, got the hell out of town with the girl and the suitcase full of money? Shooting a gun as he as he drove away in a pink Cadillac. That's it. So that's what you're gonna do, is it? No, no. I'm just I'm quoting the Bible. Just quoting the Bible. Let he who is not hibbly hibble upon the stone. Hibble. Right. I got to go, old Ned. Ghost train. Ghost train. Oh, I see it. The ghost train. All right. Okay. Yeah. Grand. Okay. I see it. The ghost train. A bit. All right. Talk to you later on. What do you mean I've got to put down Chewbacca? Why does that fall upon me? Oh, God, live. Oh, hang on. Hang on, I'm just on the phone, Chewbacca. Okay, all right.
Okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's in a lot of pain. I'll do it. I'll, I'll put him down. Okay, boy. It's alright now. Slide down there. It's going to help you with the pillows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> die! Just stop thrashing around and just die! <laughs> I wasn't trying to kill you, that was just a joke. Just a deathbed joke. You've got no sense of humour, Chewbacca. You stupid, bloody, hairy thing, you. I will not go. I'm allowed to stay here. I'm a priest. I'll do what I want. And that's about it for this edition of the Sunday Sermon Podcast. If you like the show, please share it with your friends. Uh, if you didn't like the show, you made it here, though. Fair play to you. Uh, you must be being, maybe you're being tortured like uh, old Ned. Uh, in which case, um, hang on in there, buddy. And uh, until next week, until next we speak, God bless you, God bless me, and please rise for the homily.